Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hi there, and welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, where we empower you to master the art of crafting a life that aligns with your authentic self. I want you to take center stage in your own life, in your journey. And I hope you can start that transformation with me today and embrace the life you've always wanted and envisioned. But before we get started with this week's episode, please like, subscribe, and follow. And also give me a review of my podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's it's a way that I know what you're looking for. It's a way for me to grow, and it's also a way to help my content rise to the top. Today, we have a few things on the agenda. The first item on the agenda is a surprise. I have a new book coming out on August 1st, and it is, mm, it's so delicious. The title is, I Never Want to Feel This Way, Empowering Yourself After a Toxic Relationship. And what I mean by toxic relationship, that could be romance, friendship, parents, your family, your co-workers, associates. It's any relationship dynamic. This book is more than just words on a paper. It's a life-changing journey that will touch your soul in ways you've never imagined. I poured my heart and soul into these pages and I created a treasure trove of tools and insights that have the power to transform your life. And as you dive into this book, as you read this profound wisdom, you are going to find yourself connecting with a lot of the stories that I've written. You are going to reflect on them and understand that we have shared struggles, we have dreams, we have triumphs, and it'll be a reminder that you are not alone on this journey. You are not alone, but it doesn't stop there with just the stories These are tools. I am providing tools that are designed to be your trusty companion. I want you guys to look at this book as if you are going through an experience, you can go back to the book and you can look at the tool and say, hmm, I'm going to apply this tool to this experience so that I do not have to experience the residual heartache, the disappointment and the shame of this relationship ending or this dynamic I'm going through. So. If you are interested in my book, you can find the pre-order at charliestoolbox.com. It has reviews already there from a few followers that I've already um, let them read and uh, and get a little bit of this goodness. And they are extremely thrilled by this book. They cannot wait until you guys read it. So once again, it's on charliestoolbox.com and that's C-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-T-O-O-L-B-O-X.com. The second part of the agenda, that's going to be understanding your motivations behind dense centering men, which I will get to in a few. And the third part is we are launching a new segment where I respond to questions from our followers called Charlie's Advice. If you are interested in submitting a question, please do so at charlie at charliestoolbox.com. 
Once again, it's C-H-A-R-L-I-E at charliestoolbox.com. So let's get started. Today, we discuss decentering men and why your motivations matter. I thought this would be a great topic to discuss because there's been an upsurge in content on decentering men and underlying a lot of it is the thought that you decenter men so that better men can come into your life. And I think we should explore this and understand why using men as a motivator to decenter men can be detrimental to your journey. So let's begin. We got to get into this main topic. First, I really want to discuss what decentering men is because I think that we focus a lot on the action, but we don't understand what the theory is. Decentering men is a lifestyle, one in which you subvert and unlearn patriarchal norms. And that looks like not tying your worth to your role as wife, mother, girlfriend, or any other relationship where women are expected to labor. It is a lifestyle where you make choices for yourself and your pleasure. And that looks like deciding what you want your life to look like without the influences of society, following your heart, seeking pleasure when you want it, etc. When you decenter men, the aim is to base all decisions on what you want and not what men think, want, dictated, or constructed to be enforced by institutions or society. So when your motivation to decenter men is inspired by the want for a better man, you sort of push up against the aim of the practice and you are sort of subtly including, but in a roundabout way, what men want, because you aren't decentering men because you want to know what your thoughts are without the influence of patriarchy. You are decentering men to look and be more appealing for a better man. And I'd like to encourage you to move beyond this phase or take a beat and self-reflect on why that this is still your focus. When you take that beat and you self-reflect, it could mean all kinds of things. It could mean you have an underlying need for stability. That's why you're still kind of looking for a better man or you haven't been affirmed in childhood and you thirst for it and use men to fulfill that need or you don't have a community and use men to make up for that loneliness or this is what you've been taught and you don't know any other way to live. The point is to investigate why, despite your best efforts, your thoughts always go back to, well, how does this make me more desirable for men? Or, well, this, I hope this helps me have a better dating experience. And decent men, it does typically result in a better dating experience, but that's not the aim and that's not the goal or objective of this practice. And I really want to be clear about why I'm focusing on the motivations. I'm not um, focusing on it to condemn you or force you to live an ideologically pure life. That's not my aim. That's not the purpose of this episode. I 
really, 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 really want you guys to just have a better understanding of your own thoughts, a clearer understanding of your own thoughts and make decisions from that. And I also want to make sure that you understand that a better dating experience, a better man, um, those being driving forces are not the end goal of your journey to decenter men. Like it's not the end goal. That could be an initial push, but that is not what you should leave off on. And that should not be the end goal. The end goal of this journey is to finally own yourself. And what comes with owning yourself is owning your thoughts. Because when you are constantly focusing on a better man, you are not owning your thoughts. You are thinking about some hypothetical person and what they would think about you. I want you to own your dreams, desires, how you want to operate in the world, how you want to express yourself, how you want to think, feel, and you cannot do that when an imaginary partner is dictating that. You can't own yourself when you are performing for a hypothetical man. You cannot own yourself operating on someone else's criteria. You can only own yourself when your mind is clear from distractions and you are operating on your own thoughts and criteria. So now is the time to really be honest with yourself and ask, who am I doing this for? Are you doing it for you? Are you tired of feeling like every decision you make is a decision that you base on some hypothetical person who is going to hypothetically be your husband or partner or boyfriend? Or are you basing your decisions on your happiness, what you want, your dreams, your desires? And that's what I want to leave off this part of the episode with and let's get on into charlie's advice um this is from a follower dear charlie i have been following you since i was 16 and now that i am 20 going on 21 having gone through heartbreak and maturing i realize how important and necessary it is to decenter men and live a fulfilled life at this time in my life, I feel a bit insecure and I know where I want to go in life, but I'm still figuring out how to get there. How do I develop the confidence at this uncertain time in my life? How do I block out others' opinions of myself and just do what I want? How do I take pictures without feeling awkward? I just began my 20s and they're low-key already trash. <laughs> Any advice would be helpful. Thank you a thousand times for the work you do. I think that's going to change my life for the better. Warm, warmly, 20 something. So first, I want to say thank you for submitting your question. And I also want to say how awesome it is you are learning how to decenter men so young. One of the goals of mine is to make sure the young women behind me can avoid some of the necessary pain that the generations before me and my generation has gone through. So I am so happy to hear that my message that you found me 
at such a young age because I am excited to see the person you're going to grow to with this type of information at your hands. And secondly, I want to answer your question with take your time and be extra gentle with yourself. You are 20 and what you are experiencing is normal. You will feel awkward, unsure of yourself, confused about the direction you want to go. And that does not mean anything about you. So I want to encourage you to not let the experiences that you are currently experiencing be a prescription. I don't want you to prescribe yourself as there's something wrong with me because there's nothing wrong with you. This is all natural. This is all normal. You are at a time period where you are figuring out life and you are slowly but surely becoming an adult. So give yourself a lot of grace with that because there's nothing wrong with you. You are just experiencing life. This is life. And as you become adult, an adult, I want you to keep these two things in mind. Number one, no one knows the answers. We are all trial and erroring. And through this trial and error, we are learning. So don't expect perfection out of yourself. This is what you should expect. You, ex- you should expect an experience. It could be successful or it could be unsuccessful. Either way, you learn something from it and then you move forward and you take those tools and use them to help you with life in the future. That is all that life is. It is a learning experience and you're going to have a lot of highs and you're going to have a lot of lows, but you don't need to take it so personally. Just understand that these are lessons and they are going to teach you how to live better. Number two, confidence is a muscle. Please understand this. Confidence is a muscle. People are not born confident. It is developed by their parents, their caretakers, their teachers, sometimes their coaches. And if you have not been poured into like that, you have to, as an adult, learn to develop it for yourself. So if you are awkward with taking pictures, start small. Try taking pictures near your house where you feel the most at home or more comfortable. Watch YouTube videos or TikTok videos on how to pose. So if you ever decide to take a photo while being out, you will be confident in your poses. When you are out, you can ask your friends to only take one picture instead of multiple pictures so you can feel less anxiety about it. If you are afraid of being seen by others, That's the time where you start to investigate why you fear their judgment. Why do you fear being seen? Ask yourself, honestly, what can they honestly do to you? Their judgment cannot do anything physically to you. Their judgment could be, you could acknowledge your judgment and forget it in that same moment. And it will not mean anything to you. You may need to learn how to develop some type of wall So that you can so that when if you feel those judgments, if you feel those comments, there's a way that you can let it just bounce off of that. You can put up erect that wall so that you don't even acknowledge or hear that. 
The objective is to practice practice small steps until you feel comfortable taking pictures and investigate and understand and, and get really intimate with yourself so that you can understand what may be behind that fear. Also, research on lighting, angles, poses so that you know what you're doing and try. Try it at home. Try it with friends at home. Try it with people who you trust. Just keep on trying until you develop the muscles and until you develop the confidence to feel comfortable with taking pictures. So please get started and just use this fear as an opportunity to learn more about yourself. So if you all or if any one of my followers have any question that you want to send to me, please send it to charlie at charliestoolbox.com. And I want to thank you 20 something for reaching out to me. And I really wish you well on your journey. I am so excited about the woman that you are going to become because you already have a lot of tools that a lot of us learn very late in life. And with those tools, you are going to be a very, very powerful woman. And on that note, you all take care. Thank you so much. Bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.